When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, DJs, it is Wednesday, July 12th. The NBA changing their rules, and we might get some new NBA teams. Going to look at our MLB futures, how we placed them before, and if we're going to buy or sell any new ones. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Sex Panther Panther. Uh, National League finally did it. Oh, I told you they were going to. I bet the American League. <laughs> so anyway, that's about how that shit works. Uh, I did call the exact score, 3-2. to two. Uh, got and got the under. Somebody, uh, I think we talked about that. Under was seven and a half. It even got down to seven. I actually bet it on FanDuel last night. It got down to seven. So Vegas definitely liked the under. But um, yeah, uh, I didn't watch it. Obviously, I was sleeping. But sounds like it was a pretty exciting game. It was as as all star games go. Yeah, I mean it was it was you know fine. Like you know as for a exhibition of a bunch of guys that don't really give a fuck about being there. And yeah, it was. <laughs> it's entertaining <laughs> enough. Um, yeah, listen, three two. You, you think that that's a boring game? I'm I'm a baseball traditionalist. I hate to say it. I like low scoring games. I don't need the fucking home runs and the ding. I mean, there, there was some excitement. You know, there was a uh, a couple of uh, times where you're like, oh, this is gonna go out of the park, and then you remember it's Seattle, and nothing fucking goes out of the park. Right. Well, and you know the other thing we we talked yesterday about uh, potential MVPs. I think one of the things that we nailed. It is a cash grab by Vegas, right? Because you start talking Arenado, Otani, all these guys. Like they're not going to win the MVP. It's always no, the they're guy not that late, comes... late game, late late yeah. game guys. Yep. It's all in, and they're never available to pick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. It's it, it, it it's ridiculous. It really is a cash grab. The uh, don't bet MVP. Don't bet. Don't bet those fucking things in the All Star game because you're totally right. Unless again, Otani goes up his first at bat. Hits a home run, second at bat, hits a home run, and the AL wins. There's no fucking way he's winning MVP. Right. Yeah, he would have to hit a home run. I don't even know if he pitched or not. But, uh, you know, if he, if he hits a home run and goes out and pitches two shutout innings, MVP. Yeah, it's 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 uh, I totally agree. But yeah, listen, the the under the under hit uh one run game once again National League. So yeah, we did we did have uh you know a couple guys betting this. Um it's not delivery hit hit uh his his bets on these. So see, he listened to the show. 
he listened to us and, and he made some money. Um, doesn't happen often. All right, uh, Panther. <laughs> NBA rule changes. We got two of them. Yes, count them two that went into effect. Uh, first NBA rule change. Coaches now get a second challenge. So, um, you know, they, they were, uh, if, if they make a challenge and they get it correct, they retain their timeout. The second challenge, no matter what, they lose a timeout. So they get a second challenge, but at a cost. I like this. I'll tell you why I like this. One is I always feel that there's calls like mid-game that the coaches should challenge, but they're holding off just in case at the end of the game. Uh, so I, I like the fact that they can now, you know, make the critical challenge mid-game, maybe momentum shifter, and now have the the one in their pocket just in case towards the end of the game, even though they lose the timeout. What I will say about coaches' challenges in general is I don't think they're fucking needed because you know what? Just get the fucking calls right on the court, or just quickly look at a guy that's looking at a monitor. Huh? Yes? No? Good. Done. Yeah, it is bittersweet for me because I think. It is needed because officials in all sports, they, listen, it's human error. They miss calls. They make no calls. They make bad calls. They, they make mistakes. Um, and you can't have unlimited challenges. Otherwise, these games would last three and a half hours, and coaches will challenge every damn thing. But it's a step in the right direction. You have instant replay. You have the opportunity to get it right. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm in favor of it. I would be interested on these coaches' challenges. Um, I, I'm sure there's probably a study or something out there. How many of them they've actually gotten right uh, oh, since they instilled this rule? But I got to believe it's over 50%. I, listen, man, I think the, um, the, the thing about human error, yeah, I get it, you know, that these these – refs are going to miss things there's so much happening on the court at the same time you know there's there's grabs there's there's things that are going to happen i'm just i'm i'm not worried about the minute details and i know that sounds stupid but i'm worried about the blatantly like just wrong calls like i mean we saw like guys feet on the three-point line or not like those things should be like instant you should fucking know it like you have enough fucking camera angles to be able to like guys in the booth just looking at the shit and just quickly call down hey no that was a three Done. Like, you know, everyone's watching it. Like, in, in, but before the ball gets inbounded for the next play, you fucking know that shit. Like, there's no need. Like, I hate the fucking grandstanding in baseball where you're, you, you're a football, right? Where you're looking in the fucking, like, uh, what is this? Um, the, the, you know, it's like this fucking egotistical bullshit that the, the umpire or the referees needs to fucking, they need to be verifying it. Fuck you. So, someone in New York, someone anywhere watching the fucking game. It was a PGA golf has fucking fans calling it <laughs> for fuck's sake. You know, I don't know. It's, it seems fucking ridiculous. All right. You want to get to the next, uh, rule change, which I think you're going to really, really like Panther. Do we call uh, this the la, the la flop? The LaFlop, the LaFlop. Yes, this is this is after uh, LeBron James. Uh, so here you go. When a referee calls a flop, there will be a non-unsportsmanlike technical foul called on the offending player's team. The opposing team will get a free throw. Referees uh, won't have to stop play to call a flop. They can wait until the next stoppage of live action, which is nice because you're not stopping the game for this shit. Um, possession's not going to change. That's why they can you know do that. Flopping violations can't be directly reviewed by a coaching's challenge. Uh, okay, that seems fine. Uh, they can, however, be added to a call during a review of a different play. So if if you're reviewing something else and, and there's a flop portion of it, then you can review that, whatever. 
Uh, league's pre-existing post-game flop violation structure will still stay in place, so there's a financial penalty. Uh, you know, fines beginning at two thousand dollars. Not that these fucking guys care. Of two thousand dollars, they you know take a shit, and that's probably two thousand dollars right there. Uh, but yeah, I like this Panther. I like a uh, yeah. I I think that there should be penalties because it's it's out of fucking control, and there's not like one single player. It's not one single team. Every fucking team's got a fucking flopper. I mean, I would say that the Celtics' number one flopper got traded this season, but I'm sure someone will step up and and take over the crown of the Celtics' fucking king flopper now that Marcus Smart is out of the fucking uh, lineup. Uh, but every fucking team has their series of floppers, and you can say what you will. I mean, there's a you know a, a, a gamesmanship element to it. There's a strategic element of it. But I fucking hate it. It's gotten way out of control. There's guys getting tapped and fucking being flung around. I mean, come on. LeBron James is arguably, I don't know, maybe the third bulkiest player in the fucking NBA. You know, just, I mean, you're looking around the league, uh, Jokic is probably the bulkiest. I don't know. LeBron might be even bulkier than fucking Jokic at this point. Who's moving LeBron James? Uh, what does it take to move fucking LeBron James? Because I tell you, a point guard bumping into him, flopping LeBron James, that's fucking bullshit. It is absolutely bullshit. And you, you see uh, the videos and you see the memes, but. I mean, the dude is 6'9", 260 pounds. He's an absolute stud of an athlete, a pure freak. But the idea that he falls down, he gets shoved and pushed. I mean, he's literally like a Shaquille O'Neal of forwards. Or when he plays guard, there isn't a guard anywhere near as big as LeBron James. If, if we're talking about, you know, Jerry West is the logo and there's been the argument of Michael Jordan becoming the logo. If there's a logo for this fucking flop, it is LeBron James. He carries the weight of this fool. Uh, you're right. There's tons of them. But LeBron, uh, he's a serial flopper. It's so bad. I really want to see what this does to the games because there's a hockey i'm not sure what the hockey play is but you know the officials will raise their hand that there's going to be a foul at the stoppage of play but we don't stop play they're going to do that here with the nba with these flops assuming there wasn't a foul already called or something um but awarding free throws is this going to increase the scores is i i'm very curious to see how this plays out and more importantly will it decrease flopping I don't think it does. This is, like you said, this is part of their game. This flopping has changed the NBA. You know, back in the 80s and 90s, we used to duke things out. And, you know, we're going to go to blows on the court. Now we're just going to flop our way to the free throw line. I'm very curious to see if the game changes because of this flopping rule. I think it's going to curb the flamboyant flopping. You know, the, the fucking getting tapped and flying across the floor. I think that's what this is going to curb. I think players are still going to try to take flops, especially on, like, charge plays and, like, backing down plays in the paint and stuff like that. I think they're still going to try to, like, overemphasize being hit. And I'm okay with that in a way because in if, if you're trying to flop to point attention to the fact that there was a violation on the court, that's fine to me. You know, like, if there is an actual – like, if there is a charge – and you're just overemphasizing it a little bit to get the, the referee's attention on it. Make sure the official sees it. I'm okay with that. I want the fucking bullshit flopping just completely stomped out. And I think that this is what it curbs. I I think flopping in general is not going to go away. I totally, it, it's part of the DNA of the game. It's part of the gamesmanship. It's part of the strategy, yada, yada, yada. 
I want the fucking just the over dramatic award winning. Here's your Oscar for fucking flying across the floor and, and blowing up and and you know tears coming down your fucking face. I want that bullshit fucking stomped out. And I think this helps. By the way, uh, first year of the coaches challenges, forty four point four percent success rate. Uh, the success rate uh, two years ago, forty eight point one. So uh, you're almost at the fifty fifty mark. Almost there, not quite, but. Um, I, I think it's it's worthwhile, right? I mean, if you if you're getting close to fifty percent right, I think that there is is merit to having coaches challenges here. Uh, it's not it's not worthless to add a second one, in my opinion, because I, I really it it is that having one in your pocket late in the game just in case. You know, you you, you I've seen it before where it's like I know a coach wants to challenge something like second quarter, you know, like a momentum shifter type thing. But you're worried. You're worried because you never know when you're going to need it. So I, I like this idea. Um, as, yeah, and, and and I like this flopping rule as well. Okay, uh, enough about NBA rule changes. Let's quickly talk about possible expansion. Adam Silver being asked about expansion, of course, saying that probably won't happen or the discussions won't happen until the TV deal is up. So that takes us to 2025. So about two years away. Uh, the two team, uh, the two cities, of course, uh, being talked about. Seattle, of course, they had a thriving team there before moving to OKC. They had stadium issues, uh, but the city of Seattle would love to have basketball back. I'm sure the SuperSonics would love to have their uh, legacy back. It's it's bullshit that the OKC Thunder get to fucking celebrate a Seattle SuperSonics uh, championship. That's fucking weird. But anyway, <laughs> Seattle is one of those teams, and of course, Vegas. Vegas would be one of the cities they're trying to get the holy grail of of teams. Uh, once they get baseball in there with the, with the A's, they've got the Raiders. They've got the Stanley Cup winning Golden Knights. So now they're trying to get an NBA franchise in there. I think it makes sense. Okay, two questions for you, Panther. Question number one, should the NBA expand? Question number two, do they have the right two cities to expand into? Um, Vegas, yes. Vegas has proven themselves an absolute just behemoth when it comes to a sports model. This is a tourist town that people, the, the, the locals have embraced their you know, local teams now, the Golden Knights is an original. They've embraced the Raiders, even though it's not, you know, wasn't their team. They were, you know, one of the founding fathers of the NFL, really, um, to, to come in. They've embraced them. They will do the same with the A's when they come in. And to get an expansion team, a true, their own NBA team, I would like to see Vegas get their own team. I would not like to see anybody move. I don't, I don't know if there's any talk about anybody relocating or if we even want to get into that, if some teams should consider relocating. But uh, I don't want to see Vegas get a relocated team. Seattle, no. I don't know what's going on with the Northwest. They could probably just get rid of Portland, too. But the, the Northwest is a dumpster fire. The economics are bad. The political climate is terrible. And I think it trickles down into their sports where you're having, you know, the, the sports. I mean, they're doing a great job with the Seahawks. They're doing a great job with the Mariners. But I just don't know if the NBA needs to return to Seattle. If there was a team, if there was a city that I think that is deserving a look, it would be Kansas City, Missouri. All right, so let's let's look at um, your statement about the, the Northwest. And um, uh, I would... Uh, like to mention 
The Trailblazers were a pretty shitty team last year, Panther. W- would you agree that the Trailblazers are a pretty shitty team? Yeah, they, they took what I... You remember a couple years ago, I had them as like one of my favorites. I thought they had a loaded lineup. And then this year, they were an absolute shit show and did your last stars and Damian Lillard. So, yeah, they're, they're absolutely terrible. Okay, um, I'm going to tell you this then. Looking at NBA attendance, average attendance... The average sends the, the Trailblazers were tenth in the league. Uh, in total attendance, like the total people that showed up, they were ninth in the league last year. So as shitty as the fucking Trailblazers were last year, people went to the games. So if you're telling me, could Seattle get a fucking uh, team? People will go, and if they build a big, yeah, a bigger stadium, they'll probably lead the league in fucking attendance. Now. If you're asking me who is the league leader in attendance, Chicago Bulls, number one, Philadelphia 76ers, number two, Dallas Mavericks, number three, Toronto Raptors, number four, Miami Heat, number five, Cleveland Cavaliers, number six, New York Knicks, number seven, as shitty as the Knicks have been, but they've been better lately, Denver Nuggets, number eight, Boston Celtics, number nine, and the Trailblazers, number 10, the Lakers, number 11, the Pistons, number 12, the Jazz, 13, the Warriors, the fucking Warriors, 14, I mean... OKC Thunder, the team that replaced the Seattle Supersonics, last in the league in attendance. You got good teams like the Suns, not fucking drawing fucking people to their games. Phoenix not doing it. Um, the Bucks, the Bucks don't have a high average attendance. The fucking Milwaukee Bucks, uh, Milwaukee, the, the fucking good, good as uh, the Sacramento Kings, they're a good fucking team. They didn't. So to answer your question, I think that Seattle could sustain a team and i think that the nba wants seattle to bring in money for the league and i think you got some fucking you still got some rich people in seattle you still got some fucking tech industry in seattle you know some billionaires waiting to fucking burn five billion dollars to bring a team to seattle it's gonna fucking happen you know if oklahoma is a it's a football state if they're not going to support their team they could really just kill two birds with one stone and just relocate the thunder right back to seattle Come back to Seattle, then they can celebrate the championship. All right, after this break, we're going to talk about some Major League Baseball futures. What did we get right? What do we get wrong? And what are we going to have a mulligan on? Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We are back, possibly never left, Panther. Okay, World Series odds. These are the world. I only took two teams to win the World Series. I've got two bets placed, uh, futures bets on the World Series. You have one, two, three, four, five. Okay, I'm going to preface this. Uh, we have the same team winning the World Series, so like we b- both agree, and we have we've 
we've increased the value of our bet ticket on that, meaning that what we got preseason, it's significantly dropped. Would you like to guess which team? And I'll tell you, we got plus 850 on this team preseason, and now we're getting plus 350. Would you like to guess that team? Gotta be the Atlanta Braves. The Atlanta Braves dropped like a fucking stone. The fact that we've got plus 850 on that, I'm rooting for the Braves to win another fucking title. All right. My other pick, I had the Toronto Blue Jays. I got them at plus 1,200. Well, I lost value on that. That's plus 2,400. <laughs> uh, and if you ask me if, if I'd like to keep that ticket, no, I would not like to keep that ticket. I would not like to increase that ticket. I would probably look elsewhere on my picks. Okay. Now for the now for the bad news for you Panther. I don't know how good your memory is. It's it's recorded so you can't refute this. The other teams that you picked to win the World Series. Do you recall who they were the other four teams? Uh, I mean, I probably took the Astros, did I not? You did. And now you got you had them at plus 600 preseason. It's plus 1000 now. Are you keeping that bet? Do you like that bet? Do you like the plus 1000? I love the plus 1000. You have to keep in mind the Astros have been incredibly banged up. They've been without three-fifths of their pitching rotation. Jordan Alvarez has been injured. Jose Altuve's been injured. This, is, this team has not played healthy all season long. If they get healthy, they damn near can make a championship run. You know what? I totally agree with you. In fact, I kind of want to jump on this plus 1,000 of, of Houston right now. I, I, I Really, I, I think that there is a, a, a great fucking value there. So... Uh, I, I'm lockstep with you with the plus 1,000. Now, the other picks that you have, not so much, Panther. I will say this. Uh, I will say Philly's, this. You, Philly's not good. <laughs> Philly's, Philly's you got a plus 1,600 is now plus 2,700. Not loving that one too much, Panther. Not at all. I, I'd probably just go ahead and start a fire and use that as a, a, a match lighter for a, a, you know, a little bonfire or something. Okay, you had a team at you had two teams at plus four thousand. You picked two, so these are lottery tickets. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit on you too much for these picks, Panther, because I know they were lottery tickets. They were plus four thousand. I will tell you, one of them is now at plus eight thousand, and the other is at plus twenty five thousand. Would you like to guess those teams? Um, God, who would have I taken with that bad of odds? <laughs> Uh, the White Sox. Yeah, the White Sox are one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are absolutely correct. The White Sox are one of them. The other one, not bad. I, I see your logic in the other one. It was the Angels was the other one. I so, still don't think they're done, but losing Mike Trout for close to two months it does put a little damper on it. They just don't have enough pitching. Yeah, they've got they've got just a ton of issues. I think they've just spent money incorrectly over the last few years. But you can say that about a lot of teams. Um, the Rendon thing it never really worked out for them, right? You know, Rendon, oh. Rendon like had that big uh, World Series run with the uh, the the Nats, and just that that hasn't worked out. He was injured, you know. Um, uh, Nardog saying surprised that Panther didn't take the Minesweepers. I was the only one that gave Seattle love. I did not have them. Winning the World Series, but I did have some futures bets on Seattle. Uh, Panther was not high up on Seattle. He was he was all in on Houston. Um, yeah, and you did give some love to the Texas Rangers for uh, uh, division as well. So, I mean, you do have uh, some, some Texas Rangers money out there as well. You thought more highly of the Rangers than I did. Uh, but, yeah. So, okay, so that's where we were. Now let's look at... Other teams that, you know, I'm going to look at some World Series odds. Let's look at maybe like the... We'll look at the top 10. How about that? We'll look at the top 10 
best odds uh, and and see if you like any of these, if you want to buy into any of these, or if there's any other teams not mentioned in the top 10, by the way, Arizona Diamondbacks plus 2,800. Uh, if there's any other teams you'd like to buy into, we'll do that. Okay, number one, of course, the Braves plus 360. We've got the plus 850. I think we're good. We're, we're, we're not touching that one. All right. The Rays, best odds plus 600. Do we like the Rays at plus 600 here? Uh, I do like the Rays. They did take a little bit of a hit. Uh, they lost Rasmussen for the season, so they're down one of their stellar pitchers. But this is a team that's got a farm system. They're deep in pitching, and more so than they have in the past, they are really hitting the ball. We saw that in the home run derby. Rosarina put on a pretty good show himself. I do like the Rays. Despite my love for the Astros, I still think the Rays got to be the favorite in the American League. I like the Rays plus 600 a lot. I, I think I'm going to uh, just throw some money on the Rays right now. I do think the, they, they have what it takes. My, you know, my big concern about the Rays, if it's not really a concern, is you know they're not going to make a lot of moves. They're not going to spend a lot of money at this trade deadline. And I think other teams around them, and when we get to three, four, and five, maybe six, maybe seven or eight, you know, the other teams around them, even Braves, number one, will spend more money if there's value out there. I don't think the Rays do it. Okay, number three, Dodgers plus 550. I fucking hate that one. I'm not touching that one. I want nothing to do with the Dodgers. They've climbed the standings. They're tied with the Diamondbacks in the West now. So they, they're playing well. But, you know, once you get to the World Series, Kershaw will be either tired or injured. Um, and that the offense is not near as has been in the past. So, no, at plus 550, I'd need a lot more value to jump on the Dodgers. Yeah, if you were giving me the plus 1,000 that the Astros are getting, I'd be on the Dodgers. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. But not, not, not value. Okay, so we got the plus 1,000 on the Astros. We agree there. Plus 1,300 Texas Rangers. I like it. I don't love it. Um, I like the value. I don't love the play. The Rangers... They can get hot. They've got the offense. They need they need to replace Degrom. They need another arm in that rotation. Losing Degrom kind of hurt that rotation. Martin Perez has been okay. You know, you kind of wonder if Eovaldi can keep it up. But I like the Rangers to make some noise. Uh, but they're going to have to go get some arms before the trade deadline. The next team up, I'm loath to admit it. I I kind of like this team mostly because. They've been flying under the radar. I know that they have a, a tough road ahead of them to even make the playoffs. I feel like the injury bug has, has been dooming this team for a while. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on the the manager of this team, that this might be his last season here. I think that everyone is turning their backs and saying that they have no fucking chance. And in the seasons where the New York Yankees are told they have no fucking chance is the year that they usually do it. Plus 1,800 I like the Yankees. I think there's value on the Yankees at plus 1,800. I'm loath to fucking... I'm so fucking loath to admit this, Panther. But plus 1,800, I think there's value on the Yankees. I think there's value on the Yankees. I don't think... I don't think they're better than the Rays. I don't think they're better than the Rangers. I don't think they're better than the Astros. I don't even think they're better than the Orioles or even the Blue Jays. But the Yankees will spend money. The Yankees will make moves. They will recognize their pitching outside of Garrett Cole and a fluke game by Domingo German is very suspect. They will well, address well, it. Well, well, let's, well, let's pause there. It's suspect because the big free agent that they picked up has been injured most of the season. And last time I checked, he had, you know, a pretty good start his last go out. So maybe they get some reinforcements, but 
you know, Severino's not been good. Cortez has not been very good. Um, the, the replacements that they've had, Clark Schmidt, terrible. Uh, I Listen, the value's there. I completely agree with you on the value. I would sprinkle some on there, but do I think the Yankees are going to go and or win the World Series? I do not. Okay, I, th- I, th- I mean, uh, with Carlos Rodon coming back into this, fuck, I think that's a huge difference maker. I think absolutely that they're going to spend some money, and everyone's turning their back on the Yankees. I think this is the year that they, they fucking, they could, they can make a run. Um, never fucking discount the Yankees. Okay, next up, we talked Toronto Blue Jays plus twenty four hundred. Um, don't love it. I, I don't, I don't, I don't love it at all. And then the Phillies plus twenty seven hundred. We kind of talked about that one as well. Um, plus three thousand for the Orioles. You gotta sniff that plus three thousand for the Orioles. We have to throw like ten bucks on the fucking Orioles, right? Absolutely. I mean, they're gonna get in as a wild card. The entire American League East is gonna get in as the wild card, in addition to the Rays. Um, and the Orioles, I mean, this is a young team. They can hit. Their pitching is serviceable. They don't really have any bona fide aces in their rotation, but this is a team that can hit. They're scrappy. And I don't think anybody's told them they're not supposed to be there yet. So, yeah, I, I'm with you. I put 10 bucks on the Orioles. Okay, and then tied to close out the top 10, it's, it's technically top 11 because they're tied. Twins plus 3,000, Diamondbacks 3,000. I, I have the Twins winning the Central. Uh, so I did, that looks like a play that probably will cash even though the Central's not unwinnable by any fucking team i mean you know uh right now twins are a half game back of cleveland i'd say i still say the twins are the best team in that division right now tigers only five and a half games back of the central so i mean i don't think detroit makes it this year i do like i there's a lot of nice young pieces in detroit i don't think this is the year so it looks like a two-horse race between cleveland and minnesota minnesota probably makes the playoffs though um i don't see them making a run so i don't i don't see value on them I like the D-backs, but are they buyers or sellers? If if they're buyers at this deadline and they're going to fucking go all in and try to like bring in some fucking players, which I think they should, by the way, because I think that they have enough young core talent that, hey, spend some money when teams are fucking desperate to shed salary. Uh, you, you, you want a Francisco Lindor? I'll give you a Francisco Lindor. And you know what? He'll become a fucking all-star in Arizona when he's out of the fucking bright lights of New York City. Uh, I'm just saying, I think if Arizona, you know, is, is buyers and not sellers, I think value at plus 3000 on the uh, Diamondbacks, not so much on the twins. Not so much on the twins. The twins probably win the division, make the playoffs and then get eliminated in the first round. The Diamondbacks, I think are buyers. Um, and it's not offense. Francisco Lindor, I don't want to say will help them, but that's not what they need. They need pitching because outside of Zach Gallen and most of the time, Merrill Kelly, their pitching's not very good. They already dumped uh, Madison Bumgarner to kind of create an opening. They brought up uh, the one kid from the minors. He's not ready for the bigs yet. So I think the problem is the teams that we think should be buyers should be buying pitching. And I don't know if the teams that are selling have any fucking pitching. That's true. Okay. Uh, any other teams you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about your Reds? Fucking like hey, where are the Reds? I don't even care what the number is. They're not in the top ten. Give me ten bucks on the Reds. Plus six thousand. Plus six thousand. All day. That yeah. number's gonna go down. It's gonna but, go down. Yeah, I agree. I think it already has. I mean, uh, uh, it's already plus four thousand at some books. I think that plus six thousand is gonna drop very soon. Mets plus seven thousand. That ain't fucking happening. Uh, Gardinians plus seventy five hundred. Hmm. Uh, Mariners plus five thousand. 
Now, here's an interesting team. The, the Miami Marlins are the leader of the wild card right now in the National League. They're, they're up three games in the wild card right now in the National League. Their run differential has shrunk. Like, I mean, I gave them praise and they fucking lost that game, so fuck them. Miami Marlins, plus 5,000. I don't think there's a chance. But, I mean, they are a wild card team right now. And, man, uh, I think that their value... Uh, I, I'll say this. I think at the plus 5,000, I think they're being discredited a little bit. So there is value on the plus 5,000. This should be a plus 3,500. The Mar Marlins should be plus 3,500. They should be in the same range as the San Francisco Giants, right? They should be in that same fucking range there. So there's value on the Marlins, but I'm not touching it. Yeah, I'm not buying. I, I, I like what they've done. They finally give that pitching some offense. This is the most offensive production they've had, you know, since we've started podcasting. Um, but a team that you haven't mentioned, I'd be interested because they signed a catcher a couple ago. That catcher was Gary Sanchez. And since Gary Sanchez has come over, he's been calling some incredible games. You've seen Blake Snell's numbers improve. Joe Musgrove's numbers improve. Hugh Darvish's numbers improve. I like me some Padres in the second half of the season. I don't hate that play, man. Plus 4,500, I think you're right. I, I, I think you're right. This is a team that has a lot of money, seems to have spent a lot of money. They've got a lot of talents, and maybe that's all they needed was that fucking one piece to just get their pitching doing the things that their pitching was capable of doing. We've seen what a good uh, battery mate can do for a guy like Jacob DeGrom for all those years, right? So maybe that's the case. Okay, I think that does it for our show today. Back tomorrow, I we'll figure something out. Baseball bets back on Friday. I've had a lot of fun, though, talking some futures and talking some NBA rules. But that's it, Panther. Take us home. Man, I got to know if you guys are betting anything. Yeah, I just post it. I got to find out what you're betting because I do this thing with some friends. We place bets every day, and I don't know what the fuck I'm going to bet. I might have to go find some rogue tennis plays or something. But you guys know the deal. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. It's right here in the asylum where the DGENs drop the knowledge to max and i so we can go make some crazy bets come in here and shoot the shit with us call us out by name we'll holler right back most importantly let us know what you did yesterday what you're doing today and when it's all said and done kids it's all make some money fools this show is sports entertainment the information opinions and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice in short don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.